Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. I'm not sleeping well. No? Because the no. wife is gone? Yeah. Yeah. I'm such a loser. <laughs> the dog doesn't help you out? No. Doesn't fill her place? No. He's 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 a kennel dog. Yeah. I don't think he would want to sleep with me, to be honest with you. He'll do a little bed. Like, yeah. He'll do a little bedtime with the wife. Uh, with me, he just wants to chew on my face. Like, <laughs> just wants to play, right? Yeah. So there's no way. There's no way. So I make sure. He, we're putting him to bed a little bit early because I get him up before I go so he can go to the bathroom, yeah. right? But, um, yeah. Last night and the Jimmy night Jimmy could come over. No. No. Little spoon. Wear your wife's clothes. <laughs> We've already ruined some of her clothes for her. That house coat of yours. Uh, can you imagine how mad she would be if you sent pictures of me in her clothes <laughs> on her side of the bed? Ah, yeah, that's actually terrifying. That is. I'm going to have nightmares. The locker room topic of the day. Okay, there's six people on our family text group my wife and i my daughter in hungary and her boyfriend okay um oh, i call made him, it into the chat hey i call him Carlos. things are serious <laughs> i don't know if they're going to continue though because it's going to be a long distance relationship here very soon that's gonna be um, awkward when you have to create kick them out of the chat and then <laughs> and then uh, and then uh monkey bird yeah. my oldest and and her fiance okay jake yeah and we were split right down the middle, and I was like, come on! How can how can that be? So here was the question, and we'll take texts or phone calls on this, but put some thought into this. I'll share mine next. Grant, and you and, J- you and Jimmy, you think about your version of this. Yeah, okay. I, I have okay. put some thought into this. What's harder, going down, going up on the down escalator? Or going down on the up escalator. I'll say it one more time. Yeah, you gotta say that again. What's harder, going up on the down escalator, or going down on the up escalator? Think about it, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll do our three, like our thoughts next. Okay. Okay. All right. The locker room topic of the day. Okay, I got to make sure I have this in front of me so I don't screw it up. What's harder, going up on the down escalator or going down on the up escalator? You were saying I'm you're pretty sure my daughter's not smoking weed. <laughs> but you were saying it was split in your chat, same with our chat right now. Is it split? Our texts are split, yeah. Okay, well, 
We'll start with Jimmy. What what do you think it is? Up on the down. Up on the down, okay. Yeah, I would say up on the down because it's easier to go downhill than it is to go uphill. Up on the down. No, no, you're Yeah. Yeah, going so it's easier up to, on the down escalator. So you're it, saying what's harder, so it's harder to climb up the down steps. But like for myself, I find it hard even going up on the on the escalator when it stopped because the stairs are a little higher than the average stair. So it makes it a little bit more difficult for me. I think it would be easier to go... The question was harder, though, right? Yeah. What's harder? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it would be easier to go... Hold on. What did you guys say? I said it would would be be harder going up on the down. Going up the steps that are moving downwards would be harder. No, I think it's the other way. Really? Well, because you have to... Like you can't take multiple steps if you're going down, but you can take guess, multiple yeah. steps going the other way. I would find it easier to make my way up on the down. I was just thinking you're going to be way more cautious on the way down. I, I was just think it'd be it'd be way more tiring trying to go up the stairs that are coming down at you, rather than just moving quickly to go down. But, but also going down, you have gravity helping you. So in, but whereas you're going the other way and you have gravity fighting against you. What? If you're going this down... This is a very confusing... <laughs> if you're going down the up escalator, gravity is helping you go down. Whereas you're fighting gravity and the stairs going up. I'm rethinking this idea as a topic. <laughs> Let's get some edibles in here and then do it. <laughs> The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Good morning, Cruz. Are you phoning about the topic? I am, Locke. Okay, what's harder? What's harder, going up on the down escalator or going down on the up escalator? Physically, it's harder to go up on the down. But mentally, like you said, I'm totally with you. Your feet are trying to go so fast. You miss your step on the way down. You don't want to fall down those stairs. Yeah, that seems harder to me. Yeah. Because you're trying to go too fast, man, and that handrail's go pulling you back up. True, the handrail's a factor as well. You can't hold yeah. on to it. You can't no. hold on to it going either way, though. Yeah, but you, you would want it more going down. Absolutely. Yeah, you got a little more speed. Okay, all right. And it's always better to fall up than fall down. True. That's the other thing that I was sort of thinking. If I'm going to take a tumble attempting this, I would rather take a fall attempting to, to uh, from the bottom of it. Uh, yo, 100%. Yeah. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, Soup Can. Okay. All right. Cheers, boys. We got another hour of this. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Kind of a strange one. What's harder, going up on the down escalator or going down on the up escalator? Trish said, um, imagine you're walking down the hill. It takes more muscles than walking up the hill. So I would say walking down the up would take more work. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand what she said. <laughs> yeah, I know when, what she said. Just, if I'm walking, when you up, say it out loud, it starts to w- with hockey knees in my fifties. Yeah, right. Um, when I'm walking up the hill, I'm fine. When I'm going down the hill, that's when I because you're bracing yourself. You're older now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might hurt a hip. <laughs> Got to be careful. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What's harder, going up on the down escalator? I blame my daughter for this. Mm-hmm. Or going down on the up escalator. The results on the text are pretty split. 
Yeah, it was split um, so on far. The, pretty yeah. much 50 50. Uh, Jason Lazat says, great topic. Was types of bread not available today? <laughs> Just All wait right. till tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Let's Is stop. a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> if you are curious, though, I'm a sourdough guy. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. How many film, video kind of projects have you been in now? I've done two music videos and now the the project I did yesterday. I thought you did something else at one point, though. He was too. asked to do a porn, but he said oh, no. Oh, you turned that I was down. Asked yeah. to do VR. A porn, and I have, I have done readings for a couple of movies, but didn't get any far. Anyway, Jimmy, um, again, has a very interesting life. Ended up with an opportunity to film... He was telling me about it last week, but he didn't have any of the de- like had no he had detail. no idea what it was like nothing. Um, so I was like, well, we can't really talk about it. Just go do it and then figure out what the hell it is, and then then we'll talk about it. So it's um, so, it was a pilot for a, they're, they're going to pitch like CBC or something like that. They're, they're pitching. They're going to pitch a TV company to with this pilot. So I did had a small part in this pilot where I basically. Was dressed up as a Calgary fan, beating the hell out of an Oiler fan. So okay. is it going to be kind of a Letter Kenny thing? I think I'm, it's more serious than that. No, or no, it's is it a comedy? Looks that way. I don't want to give details because I don't know if I'm allowed to. But yeah, so it looks like a buddy. It looks like a story of buddies. Uh, you know, doing things like part of the thing that they were doing was there was going to be a karaoke scene, and okay, and then well, if there's karaoke, it has to be a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you get a chance to see this, let us see it. How, right? did, you, how did you get hooked up with this? I met the guy through wrestling, Monster Pro Wrestling. Oh, okay, <laughs> he was at the event. He saw you in, in wrestling and saw Thanks your great said. acting abilities. Yes. Hey, we need a little person. Hey, we're looking for one of those for a scene. Well, they must. Here's what happened: is they knew they needed one in their show. They said, "Where do we find little people?" Oh, there's a wrestling event. So there will yeah. be about fifteen of them I, there. Yeah. No, one of one of the guys that <laughs> was one of the guys that's involved in this project was that, actually the did the halftime, like that intermission performance. He's a rapper. Okay, all right, rapper. They have live music at the wrestling now. So sometimes we had a special guest, and like we have lightsaber fights during the intermission. We have. That was the longest 42 minutes of my life, watching him fight that kid with the lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah, he was horrible. Yes, he was. (laughs) So was the other. (laughs) Shut up. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. There's a horrible story out of Vancouver, Langley specifically, yesterday. We saw it, like I took a quick little look at it yesterday because it was happening while we were sort of wrapping up the show. Yeah, right near the end of the show, this there was kind of breaking news. But there was so much conflicting information, um, so I was like, ah, let's just stay away from this until till it's all sorted out. My wife's in Vancouver right now, and they were getting um, alerts mm-hmm. on their phone. Yeah, they sent out emergency alerts to everyone. Yeah, so there was a guy in Langley, and he was running around, and he was shooting uh, homeless people. And I think he shot seven or eight people. A uh, couple, couple people died. He killed two people and wounded two other people. And then the police 
got involved, obviously, and he was shooting at the police. And the and the, anyway, he ended up succumbing to injuries from uh, from the police. Yeah. Anyway, um, the interesting thing about this, and, and listen, I I know there is no immediate connection to to this mm-hmm. to this, but the Joe Rogan thing. Did you see that? Um, I listened to that podcast. And like it, it seemed like he just made a quick joke to me, but now people are associating what he said with this. Because he, he was made, he was trying yeah. to make a joke about the how um, how lax the rules and like for violent crime is in California. Yeah, that's basically what he was saying. Yeah. So uh, it was a little misplaced, maybe, maybe. But he had made a joke because they were just talking about the homeless people and. California, him and Tom Segura, yeah, who'll be here next month. Got my table, by the way. Yeah, um, I'm going to that show too. Yeah, I like him. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, and he made like they were like, "What do you do?" And he was like, "I don't know, shoot him." And then he moved on. Like they kind of like, uh, yeah, moved on. Now everyone's taking that clip of him saying, "Shoot homeless people." And yeah, <laughs> and, and they're going like, "Joe Rogan is responsible for." What this guy did in language. Would it surprise you though if they if they grab this this shooter's phone? And the last thing he listened to on it was the Joe Rogan podcast. I mean, no, that wouldn't, wouldn't, no, wouldn't because a lot of times these guys find like crazy people will hear something or see something and then yeah. be like, all right, I'm going to do that. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, even, yeah. I mean, we, we, we played the new Ozzy at the beginning of the show today with Tony Iommi from the new album coming out yeah. in, in September. And Ozzy dealt with this back in the day where, you know, a kid listened to his music nonstop and then went to, you know, a horrible crime. And is that Ozzy's fault, right? Well, like, uh, look at Charles Manson and <laughs> well, the Beatles. Yeah. Helter Skelter. Helter yeah. Skelter. And he used to quote the Beatles as if they were the Bible. And yeah. 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 And that's not. Charles Manson isn't the Beatles' fault. No. Right? I, I understand. The thing about the J- Joe Rogan for me right now is... Because I've, I've been a listener. Like, I've listened to his podcast yeah. for quite a few years now. And I'll still, like, I saw Tom Singer on, so I was like, oh, definitely check that one out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I'm doing the same thing with him now. Where yeah. I'm Because he's not getting the same kind of guests anymore since he moved to Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I recognize the guest or I'm curious about the topic, yeah. I might give it a listen. I think what's happening with, with Rogan is... Um, the, the his attacks right now seem to be from a certain section of of the population yeah without getting too too in the weeds here and they seem to be angry about him all the time yeah. and i'm wondering if that group ever did listen to him right yeah that overly like if you actually listen socially to, conscious to a group. a full episode <laughs> instead of just like seeing well, a clip and then or, or reading a story. And here's the thing about Joe Rogan, right? You, you can like him or not. He never set out to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So his contribution to pop culture or whatever it is now, it's it, it it's because his show was just off the cuff, like yeah. It's just a couple of a-holes sitting there riffing, right? Now, I think what's happened is people have put some sort of thing on him that he represent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, his last episode, 
um, with Andrew Schultz, comedian, who's a very funny comedian as well. Yeah, so he's funny. Listen to that one. Um, they were talking about like how everyone thinks Joe's a, a Republican. He's still he's like I'm not a Republican. Like <laughs> I think he's I think he's leaning a little more that way than he did in the past. Though. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. But he was talking about like oh now in Texas they're going after gay marriage and stuff, and he's like I can't support that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I I find it funny that this group has put him up on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Like that's not. Like I understand, he's he's a voice of a large generation of yeah. people. Like he's he's forty Massive. plus million downloads a week or something crazy like that. Like yeah. there's a lot of people, and yes, his voice is significant. But just because that many people listen to him, it doesn't make him something that he isn't. That's all I that whenever I get into a Joe Rogan conversation with people, mm-hmm. that's the comment I keep making. He's still Joe Rogan. He's still an idiot. He's still going to get things wrong every once in a while. Right? It would be like if this show... I was going to say, much like we do. Like if we... (laughs) If all of a sudden, for some reason, we had 40 million people listening to us... Every week. Would we become this authority? Yeah. No, we would still be doing the same stupid... But it's weird, the expectations that would all of a sudden be like, you guys have a a voice. Yeah. Yeah. I have a note in my notebook to talk to the boss about trying to bring back musical dildos. <laughs> That's like one of my goals for the fall is to find a bar to play musical That's, dildos. This was something we're working towards in our life. This is a goal of the locker room, <laughs> right? And I think Joe Rogan is should be treated similarly, yeah. right? He but, is not the voice of he's not the he's not a news source. But the and thing the thing is though is how the story started was that people are blaming him for what this guy did. But when someone's disturbed like this guy is that went shooting, he could find, like, see a vision of a gun in his tea leaves and then go, oh, let's go shoot somebody. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be Joe Rogan. Listen, I will say this again. If it comes out that that he was listening to Joe Rogan, I will not be surprised at all because there's crazy people out there. We we have um, crazy listeners like this. This medium seems to be a bit of a, a beacon sometimes because yeah, we influence a lot of people to drink. Well, like, like no, Chris, no, no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking about specific. Yeah. I'm talking no, no. specifically yeah, about yeah. mental illness, right? Like, yeah. There is something about this. Radio and podcasting that draws well, that crowd to you. It's like um, we're a companion for some people. That's a good point. That maybe don't have a lot of people in their lives or don't get out much. But once or twice a year, we get a long fax from somebody who I think has some very severe form of mental illness. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I've saved them. It's crazy. It's literally a fax. It's, and a, it's just rambling. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, well, yeah, there's a lot of contact on social media, too. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I think most people are aware of what the city did, or actually better put, didn't do this year with the Mosquitoes. So they decided to, and I'll give you a little bit of locker room history with this story. So the city decided to stop the spring mass spring that they do of the of the water surrounding area. helicopters and stuff so they had yeah. some foot patrols out but the the one that gets most of the mosquitoes from from above they didn't do that they didn't do that saved and the money they saved the money but i'm not sure if that was the reason behind it 
Uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I don't want to get into why they probably did it or didn't do it. Um, and when I read that, I remember thinking to myself, oh, damn, we're in trouble. Won't be able to go outside. Yeah, and it's it's going to be bad. And at the time, too, when the news came out, it was probably one of the wetter winter slash springs we'd had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm like, we're in trouble. Mosquitoes are going to be all over uh, us this year. That is a horrible sound. Yeah. I lived in Winnipeg for six years, and what they say about Winnipeg is is true. Mosquitoes are awful. They've never, ever been able to sort of get a handle on it. Mm-hmm. I remember they were spraying. Uh, they had trucks. I'm waiting for um, some story to come out. It'll happen soon that if you lived in um, Winnipeg during such and such a period of time, <laughs> go get the doctor to check your, your nutsack because you probably are growing an jo- extra Join one. our lawsuit today. They were, <laughs> yes, they were spraying melathion from the back of pickup trucks with sprayers. Mm-hmm. They were just driving through through neighborhoods in Winnipeg. And that still had... Well, it did work, but we you still... Like, Winnipeg was a mosquito zone. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it this bad in Edmonton ever. And I've been here since 2006. This is the worst I've seen it. And it reminds me a lot of Winnipeg. Like, people are complaining yeah. about this City of Champions sign. We should just be flipping the signs to welcome to Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I actually normally in the summer I'm allow- out a lot in the parks and stuff, but I've been away for a large majority of, of yeah. the summer, so I haven't really noticed it too much. But I have bites yeah. all over my legs. Do you do you react to mosquito bites? Um, I mean, I don't because I don't I don't really get the I don't have a seizure or anything like that. No, but, but I, I don't even really get the markings anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. I what the hell are I, you doing? I don't know. No, I get bites. just. I think just some people, depending I, on blood types or something. Cause really? I, I know, like some people get the the bumps and stuff. My I, wife swells up like crazy. She's yeah. got welts all over. Some people get welts from them. Some people get yeah. really itchy. I don't really get that. Saskatchewan blood, maybe. Yeah, I, <laughs> maybe, maybe there's something to that. Maybe it. it's the pill. <laughs> maybe drink. the pills there. Yeah. Here's the thing about the um, and I the only reason I'm talking about this is because I I laughed out loud because we've been running these parody ads mm-hmm. on our show for a couple of months now about like get your free bat helmet and I mean they're just a hole mosquito ads right and they're fake like city of edmonton ads <laughs> i saw a city of edmonton ad that sounded like a serious version of one of our parody ads have you seen it it was on their instagram i i, I you told told me about it and i forgot to go check it out you have to go check it out yeah. i laughed out loud you specifically grant because <laughs> we've been playing these ads here's the thing they made a major mistake this year, and, and I don't know if we're ever going to be able to recover from it, mm-hmm. because l- l- we're going to have to napalm this city to get ahead of it, mm-hmm. because now it's it's established, and this is your city council, everybody. Yeah. And again, we can get mad, and I can yell and rant and wave my hands, but it's it's probably more effective for me to just to say, this was a completely ridiculous idea it was well, and I don't, so stupid yeah and this is this is as dumb if not dumber than spending money on bike lanes here this is ruining a lot of people's summers well and that's the thing is i don't think i i don't even think people are divided on this one 
No, this is not. one issue when it comes to mosquito control, where we spend uh, so much time in the winter and don't go outside, where it's like we get our couple months of summer, everyone's like, you need to do something so we can enjoy it to the max. Well, and not only that, because um, we we spoke off the record with a couple of the 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 people involved in um, the company that sprays mm-hmm. for the mosquitoes, right? And none of them would go on the record. They were all worried about the potential fallout from the city of Edmonton because that's a half a million dollar contract that kind of just went Mm -hmm. fizzled away. And um, they were saying that they've taken huge steps in the last five, ten years to make the chemicals that they use um, not as harmful to humans, right? I mean, let's be honest. They're spraying chemicals that are, like, obliterating a mosquito population. There's probably going to be some adverse impact to the to the environment mm-hmm. and to people as a whole. I'll I'll chew on that, right? And they are taking steps to minimize it, but none of that actually had any impact on the city council. They still decided to it, go did, with bats. It, did you see what it, what it was that they dropped from the helicopters? It was, I was kind of interested. It's a corn cob that's like coated in larvicide. Somehow. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're, yeah. They, they do a lot of things that are environmentally safe, right? But they still uh, chose not to, to do this. This is your city council. Mm-hmm. This is the people that got voted in this year. But at least they're Highlight, expanding yeah. our uh, bike lanes. Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah. I've never seen it this bad. Like, Winnipeg, I remember when we golfed. Mm-hmm. Like, it was awful. Like, I was literally... There was one year I, I, I like I bought a net for my face. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's why I haven't noticed them either. I've only been out golfing once this year. Yeah, it's so, bad. Yeah. The city of Edmonton is committed to its ongoing effort to keep you informed on your mosquito abatement program progress. While some may see the introduction of a new species of disease-carrying mosquito as a complete and utter failure in the program, we now will welcome the opportunity to house our new little friends as a free food source for all the bats we're buying. This is a cost savings win for taxpayers. Program officials, in partnership with Edmonton's 311 Mosquito Reporting System, have narrowed down the source of the new species to a stagnant Mr. Turtle Pool on Terry from Clairview's front lawn. Bylaw officers have issued firm warnings to have this source eliminated, or they may be forced to issue another stern, firm warning. We want to reassure Edmontonians this was entirely your fault and completely preventable and would not have occurred if our hands-off instructions were followed properly. We're counting on you, Edmonton. You're all in this together. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. You know, if there's one thing that I have learned in the last few years, with everything going on with Cruise 19 and stuff, it's just that sometimes life is easier when you ignore science. Because sometimes science is no fun. And sometimes researchers and studies ruin everything that is fun in life. How many studies a year do they do where they tell us to limit our alcohol consumption? Yeah. Nerds. This is one of those studies that I will choose to ignore. Researchers say that people who nap have a greater chance of developing high blood pressure and of having a stroke. Oh, and it gets better, too, because the longer you nap... Even though you might think they tell us to sleep all the time. Get get your eight hours of sleep or whatever it is. 
Take long naps. Nope. If you take a long nap, you're you're at more at risk. Like I said, sometimes it is best to just claim fake news and continue on with your life, which is what I will be doing in this case. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Buy one tour for you and get one for a friend only on Tuesdays. Book at Edmonton or Tabor GloryHoleTours.com. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. When Jimmy launched the Glory Hole Tour Enterprise a couple years ago, I never thought that we would be... Like become the glory hole station. Well, now we're yeah, it's it's a part of who we are. Sure, now. I shouldn't say you guys station. were station. <laughs> you guys were the founders. Anytime there's glory hole news, <laughs> any any sort of meme, this, anything, it's sent our way. Something, yeah, that you should probably put up just um, when you're doing the when you're doing the cleanup this weekend, Jimmy. <laughs> you should put up some signs about warning people hey, about you monkey guys pox. Are this, you guys are the some monkey pox warnings. <laughs> yeah, they're saying that glory holes might be spreading monkey pox. So. Well, you, that was actually. It was, I thought it was a legit tweet. No. It was a liberal party me. parody account on Twitter. We have determined monkeypox is spreading through glory holes, and we previously recommended. And I was like, "Oh, damn it! Did they really just tweet that?" But it was actually a parody account. But of course, we got tagged on it. All yeah, three of immediately. us. Immediately. Yeah. Anyway, we do have glory hole merchandise. Funny story. Um, the boss saw a, a bag that we were using to carry some um, swag to Victor Kui, who's mm-hmm. the president of the Edmonton Eskimos, and the promotions department put it in a nice little cruise bag, and I'm walking through the hallway, and our program director yeah. had never seen these bags before. <laughs> and he stops me, he goes, what are these? And uh, and I'm like, I don't know, it's a, it's a cruise bags. And he goes, why have I never seen these? And then his next idea was, and he yells into the promotions department, why don't we have locker room bags like this? <laughs> and uh, and I said, well, we kind of do. We, we got, do. We got glory hole tote bags on our merch page. <laughs> so we, we have a goes, merch nice page. We have glory hole tote bags? He goes, I don't want to know about this. You can buy T-shirts, hats. Um, there is like themes of the show so there is a lot of um glory hole merchandise there's one that support local glory holes there is um, a, there's a fanny pack too isn't there there's a fanny pack that yes Jimmy actually, actually the fanny pack is is quite roomy you can fit a lot of stuff in it <laughs> uh there's the tote bags there's hoodies my favorite is the the tote bag and the hoodie the slogan is greetings from glory hole tours <laughs> and then it's got a picture of jimmy in front of a glory hole <laughs> with a milk crate. He's <laughs> holding his milk crate, which he uses in the glory holes. He's a little shorter, right? He needs the. <laughs> I, should I love the fact that you guys do are blaming a, do we me have a for glory, glory holes. holes. Do we have a glory holes section? Um, it's just on the main page. You know what? I'll there's get, a separate shuntware section, but I'll get I'll get Scotty to create a glory holes section on our merch page. Yeah, that's easier. So that he, so people that are looking for this merch can just go to the section. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So the five second rule's been around forever. Yeah, like I said, as long as I remember, I, I had family members yelling it when I was a kid. If you drop food on the ground, you get five seconds to pick it up, and it's still good. So. Survey says 44% believe in the five-second rule for dropping food. Depends where it is for I me. I thought everybody did this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, some people are like germaphobes or... That's a good point. Um, like some people won't even eat food if it's close to the expiry date, right? I, I, I'll do that. Uh, but <laughs> it depends what, the, what floor it is. If I drop something on the floor in this studio, there's no five-second rule for me. Like this studio does not get vacuumed. It doesn't... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there used to be dogs in here peeing all the time. I, I would That's not, a good point. I would not trust the I'm floor in this studio. I'm trying to think if I've eaten anything off the floor here. I've picked things this... up and they've been covered in dog hair. And... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they... we don't We don't have... Um, uh, the problem with the radio station... Our radio station's clean. Mm-hmm. It's just that the cleaners are scared of radio, like the they room. Don't, they want, don't want to disrupt the magic that's happening in here. <laughs> Right, so. but also I don't think they want to touch it, like accidentally touch the wrong the thing wrong, in here. The wrong yeah, I button, think that's part of it. Trip so on they, a wire, so the, the so studio really in. doesn't get vacuumed. Yeah, or you're, you got a good point. I didn't yeah. even think. I wish you wouldn't have brought that up because I think I've <laughs> I've reached down and grabbed the odd nut or blueberry. Well, it hasn't killed you, but it also kind of depends on what you drop too. Like if you drop a piece of pizza face down, most of the time you're not going to eat it. No, Depends where I drop it. That's five second rule. Yeah, that's pizza. Come on, that's five second rule. Yeah, Eat. unless it's your apartment. If it's Dennis Ennis, <laughs> then there's flames involved. No, flames and lime. I don't, I don't and bleach. Even, I don't even eat. I don't even eat stuff that I drop on the counter. Jimmy just eats over the sink. <laughs> so there you go. As sixty percent would never eat anything dropped in the bathroom. I'm, I'm yeah, on board there. I won't eat in a bathroom. Like, I have friends that will, like, take their breakfast to the dumper with them. I am, listen, I'm not preparing a meal in there. I'm not, I'm not having a picnic. Not making a salad in the bathtub. But, but I'll, I'll walk in with an apple or something, right? Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We're not 100% sure on this, but we think there's... Two John Wicks left. There's three done. They um, they were filming four and five during COVID, mm-hmm. and four is coming down next year, right? March March twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. A trailer dropped yesterday. If you're a big fan, you might want to go check it out. John Wick Chapter Four. These movies are awesome. Yeah, they're like like I I don't really remember what they're about necessarily, but they're just such good action. Yeah, just good popcorn movies. I um, I've done this the last um, the last two times, obviously. But when the new one comes out, I've gone back and watched the first two. So I've got a pretty good handle on the story because I keep repeating, and I'll do it again. You I'll keep watch watching all three them all. Then- yeah, <laughs> I remember the last one. It had Halle it's Berry. Good, yeah, it's a good story. Yeah. And it was like he was no longer protected by the assassin's code yes. or whatever. And so yeah. all the other assassins were trying to kill him. And I think yeah. chapter four. Um, because he he went after that he he broke the rule of that house yeah, or whatever he killed somebody the continental in, the continental the continental that's what yeah. it was there's a there's like a spin-off of this called the continental right yes it's okay. a tv series i think they're working yeah. on that yeah these yeah, are and they're also movies. doing a spin-off called the ballerina so it's based on uh, the where he grew up like remember that girl i believe it was Angelica Houston played in yeah. the third one. Yes. So that organization as he, well. Yeah, these are like awesome movies to go see in the theater. 
because it's great action, car scenes, fight scenes, everything else. They're yeah. just they're, they're they're fun. The last one, three, I went to the theaters to see, and like at one point during that knife fight, everyone in the theater was just laughing because it was so it was crazy. so insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one thing that I do notice with uh, with Keanu Reeves, he's still awesome, right? And he's mm-hmm. still like you. He's still very believable for me, but I just because I'm I'm in my fifties now, like I'm fifty two, right? And I see I see how I move now when your body starts to tighten up a little bit. <laughs> he's fifty seven. He's he's getting on, and you can kind of see it in that trailer. I was uh, I kind of had a bit of a chuckle because there was walk a little more stiff. Is he? There was one scene where um, yeah, it was like oh yeah. You're not, you're not rotating as as well as maybe you did in the past. But the thing is, is if they do it like they did the other movies, they were supposed to take place back to back to back. So like basically, you know, at the end of the second one, he was excommunicado, and then the third one started like an hour later. Yeah. So he was basically and there was no years in between. No, in it the was it was like. So you would kind of act a little bit stiff and stuff like that, too, if you've been battling for 10 days straight, you know, and that's what the movies are supposed to come across as. Was that his acting or his age? <laughs> it's, that's yeah. the question. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, David speaking. David, how are you today? Good. How are you doing, Lachlan? Excellent. David is, you're a co-owner, right? That's right. Of the Transit Smokehouse and Barbecue. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Transit Hotel is back. It lives. It lives. And it was resurrected by uh, David and his, and his partner. Um, listen, one of the things that I, I think we can start with is, um, have you regretted starting a business in the pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, that, that's a very loaded question. I... Um, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. There's certainly some things we would have done differently. Um, I, I think, you know, looking back, I, I don't. I wouldn't say I regret it. Um, I mean, it was it was a, a huge investment. Um, perhaps the timing wasn't perfect, but uh, <laughs> but I mean, in, in the end, we were starting this before the pandemic started, and I don't think anyone really thought or or or. Uh, had it had fathomed at all that that uh, yeah. things would have continued for this long, um, as far as lockdowns and restrictions, and you know, even um, in the midst of all of this, I don't think too many people predicted rampant inflation right at the end. Too, I, I, I guess it makes sense. Um, you know, very similar to uh, uh, you know the Roaring Twenties, uh, folks went out and started spending money as soon as. Uh, as soon as the war ended, right? So it's very, very similar, I think, to what's going on right now. Um, perhaps we have other issues that we're grappling with, too, um, you know, politically around the world, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, war and, and um, food shortages. So, yeah, we, we uh, and, and then, of course, uh, uh, you know, increasing money, money supply by the governments, right? So we, we've, um, it, it's been a bit of a perfect storm. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I regret it. I, I, um, I grew up in Northeast Edmonton, and I think I was very sad to see this building over the last few years after it shut down and, and you know, perhaps a little bit before that, too. Uh, the building started to degrade, and, and, you know, 
the city has been trying very hard to revitalize that area uh, since I was in high school. I remember I was a student at East Glen, not far from the transit, uh, in 2004 when they started tearing down the buildings on the south end of Fort Road. And I guess they were hoping that they could put expensive condos there. And, and you know, it just wasn't working out Um but but it is starting to pick up again, and that's that's a great thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and and we're happy to be part of it. Um, you know, I think uh, you know, on one hand, it was very difficult for us to open a restaurant. Not many people were. Uh, sometimes I felt foolish, but some, not not many people were 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 doing huh. that, right? And yeah, and we weren't we weren't planning planning for it, but. Uh, you know, it became a bit of a feel-good story during the pandemic, and we got a fair bit of news coverage during that time. So, yeah, that's good. Uh, I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. We certainly benefited from that. Um, and you know, it, it's um, the food. The food tastes great, and and we we were trying to embrace our history as much as we can. We have all historic photos lining the walls of, of the building, and and you know, there's little fun facts and blurbs that are there too. I. You know, I think in the pandemic, people were apprehensive about, you know, wandering around and checking it out. But uh, certainly it's it's um, it's starting to pick up a little bit more. And that's that's really the way that we designed it. We wanted to treat it as a, a mini museum. We found little, you know, you could even say artifacts flying around in the basement when we were cleaning up and like uh, old wagon wheels, uh, horse collars. and Anything you had to call like, the police about? <laughs> oh, we didn't find Jimmy Hoffa yet. But we, <laughs> um, we actually have a, a, a portion of the basement where they used to store coal for the boiler, which, by the way, the boiler still runs to keep the building warm. Get um, out of here. Probably in the 40s, 50s, 60s, they um, uh, switched it over to natural gas, but it's still the original, uh, I think, built in 1905 boiler in, in wow. uh, Mississauga, Ontario. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a power engineer. I, I work with boilers for a living. That's That was pretty cool for me to see and and um something that i really like to show off uh but yeah the 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 area that we used to store coal is um you know folks that live in a home that's that are over that's over 100 years old they might they might see this in their basement but it's not very common these days where it's a a dirt dugout so like it's um yeah you're you're standing on 100 year old dirt and yeah, like I said, no no bodies or anything yet. But, uh, we found a lot of really cool uh, artifacts. I mean, we found a, a, I mean, there's no date on it, so we, we really couldn't see how old it is. But a lumberjack saw that. I mean, I, I don't know any reason why a lumberjack saw would be there other than hmm. for when it was built, right? So uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff that we're we're, we're trying our best to embrace and. Um, and people are really buying into it, um, and and we were doing quite well at first when the when the, um, we were allowed to open. Um, you know, I, I, I guess we don't have a a really strong basis of comparison uh, for what things were like before the the restriction exemption program yeah. started because we opened that day <laughs> that it started in, in uh, I think it was September twentieth, and uh, we we did have a steady increase. Um, and we were actually doing quite well, and, and we, we might have even been eking out a profit in, in November, December. We had one event um, with a, a musician that's very well known in the local blues community. His name was Harp Dog Brown. Um, he had an event in uh, early December, and uh, we had lineups at the door for that. You guys are doing so a I, lot of live music too, right? Yeah, we were. Um, we, we slowed it down a little bit. Um, we were doing it every night, um, just 
you know, unfortunately, I think our, our focus right now is, is uh, uh, providing a good value for, for the good food that we're serving. And, um, you know, I, I think right now we, we uh, can't afford to do it every night, mm-hmm. yeah. um, especially if, if less folks are eating out. Um, if business picks up again, um, which we're hoping, which we're hoping maybe that the, the press that we've got lately talking about inflation and how restaurants are struggling right now, um, maybe we'll, we'll bring back music again. We really want to. Um, nice. We, we had a, we had a special uh, uh, live music event on Father's Day and um, for our 114th birthday on, on <laughs> in early September, we're, we're planning to do something as well. So um, it, it, right now it's, it's becoming a little bit of a special occasion, but we're hoping to bring it back every night again. Perfect. So no more gerbil races? <laughs> well, it's actually in our lease, no animals. But it actually um, says but, that on their website uh, too. No gerbil races. <laughs> our uh, uh, landlord, I think he put that there as a little bit of a joke. Yeah, it was. It was actually his parents that that ran the transit when when they had the gerbil races. But oh, Jesus. but yeah, it, it was it was pretty cool. Um, I, I guess it was a bit of a, a traveling show, and for some reason the transit got that reputation for it. Uh, perhaps because they advertised. But um, yeah, we we um, I, we looked so hard to find a photo of that. But I I guess you know in the nineties somebody it, it'll pop have, up it, at some point. It'll pop up, David. We we found one. Oh, you <laughs> did. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, that's good. what I was, I was I was leading to that. So folks didn't have their cell phones in the nineties, I guess, to take a photo of it. And yeah, and I, I think I think bringing a professional camera into a bar it was uh, that was holding gerbil races may have not yeah. been a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we found one from I think it was a 1991 Edmonton Journal, and we put that on our wall too. Wow, wall, wall fantastic! <laughs> hey, listen, David, we have to let you go, but we appreciate your time today. Good luck. Uh, there's a lot of people in this town that are cheering for you guys, and if you haven't done so, you may want to make your way down to the Transit Smokehouse and Barbecue. I've been hearing good things about the barbecue that you guys are providing there. So, word is out there, my friend. Keep it going. Hey, thank you so much, Locker. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.